What if your taxes become more than a typical mortgage payment? That's what's happening in some of our communities. This is how government will stifle and smother out business and entrepreneurship. I'm here to talk about this problem and what we can do about it. Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Sveck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. I was in a shop the other day, and I, I don't want to get into too many details about the kind of shop, but let's just say it was a small retail operation in a small town with two apartments uh, above it, and it was engaging in the sale of a product direct to consumer. Very small very small town. So I, I started talking to the owner a bit about, you know, how business was going, which I usually do. I mean, I'm hoping you do that too, because when you're out there traveling, it's important for you to ask those questions. And I was in Ontario. And I asked a simple question of property taxes. I said, what does it cost for you to, um, you know, pay your taxes to the municipality where you, where you live? I was shocked. The number was $35,000. The owner told me that they had appealed the initial idea of a $42,000 tax bill. So they had uh, reduced that to some something like $35,000. That means even when the mortgage would be paid off, these people would be paying approximately $3,000 a month in property taxes parking for probably six to eight cars. Um, clearly, half of the building was residential because it had two apartments above, so you're not talking a large space. Um, and this is just the beginning. When you start looking at our communities, and if you take a property worth, just for the sake of easy math, $100,000, the mill rate on that valuation can be anywhere from 0.8 all the way up to almost 2, meaning if you took a 2% on that 100000 if your building was worth $100,000, you would be paying $2,000 a year. If it was $200,000, you would be paying uh, $4,000 a year and so on. So the, the mill rate is set by the municipality based on uh, their spending. This particular municipality... Um, has a significant budget, and they pretty much spend, as most municipalities, on what they think they need and what they think they need to do um, in their communities. Now, the, the big problem, and, th and this is a, a huge problem, is the lack of focus. So in this community, there are potholes, there are bridges that aren't complete, there are so many issues. There's a significant issue with opioid addiction and people needing assistance. Um, there's a crime issue because of that, where there's a, a crime is increasing, a lack of opportunity for work, an aging population, people are leaving, not coming, and the municipal solution is to tax small business. 
what can you do about it? Well, we're, we're really limited. When you get involved in your local uh, municipal or provincial or political process, you know that it's a, it's a very frustrating, futile kind of effort to help people take the mindset you have as a business owner and investor and put that into their uh, handling of hundreds of millions of dollars in, in tax budgets. In London, Ontario, I believe they're over a billion dollars or close to that. So when you look at those numbers, you say, well, how can, how can people who have never run a business, they've never signed the front of a check, they've never had to pay employees, they've never had to take care of any type of business whatsoever, how are they allowed to manage these types of uh, municipalities? Well, the answer is, or provinces, the answer is they're really not. They generally hand that task off to others and instead take a more oversight and policy uh, position, um, empowering an administration to basically make decisions and influence them in how to spend taxpayer dollars. The majority of the taxes that we pay, and some would argue 30 to 40%, are in fact wasted. They're not spent on things that we as citizens value. And, and again, we're talking about infrastructure, access to, um, to good schools, policing, although education can be determined to be a provincial issue. Certainly municipalities have a say in, in how certain things are established with regard to education and use of assets and resources. So back to the solution, what can you do? Well, if you can't advocate or if you can't make changes, at some point any business, just like any citizen, has to ask themselves, do I continue to operate my business in this environment? Just recently we looked at uh, an amazing program that's being offered uh, by the federal government for affordable housing. In fact, if you have a um, a plan and, and you want to um, build uh, five or more units and there's some there's some obvious guidelines you need to have 20% of those units must be uh, below a certain market value for rents but you certainly can make a business case for such an enterprise where the government will provide you with the financing up to a hundred percent of the financing at below market rates now again the the big idea, the big issue of whether or not you would do this would be municipal property taxes. In one jurisdiction where we looked at doing this, in Chatham-Kent, where I reside, and we compared it to the uh, community in the province of Nova Scotia, over the course of 25 years on a very small project, just a five-unit building or six-unit building, the property tax difference was over a quarter of a million dollars. So if you stayed and did this project in Ontario, you would be spending a quarter of a million dollars more on property taxes than if you chose a community in Atlantic Canada. Well, this is a federal government program, so you don't need to stay in Ontario or, or the municipality where I reside to do this type of project. And that's exactly what ends up happening. Financing and businesses go to places with the least resistance and places where they're going to get the best return. Unfortunately, in communities such as mine and others, until there is a severe economic crisis, until there is, if you will, impending bankruptcy, as we saw in some American cities, you're not going to see fiscal responsible spending. In Ontario, as an example, 
the Ford government has made decisions to that the amount of spending by administration and municipalities and different endeavors is over the top. And so the idea is if budgets are cut, the assumption is smart people will make decisions that will still benefit the people who receive those services, but they will cut administration. Unfortunately, that's not what happens. Generally, there has been a, a panic of sorts where businesses will be asked to pay more taxes, entrepreneurs will be asked to pay more taxes to make up the difference because municipal governments are not going to change their ways. They just aren't going to change their ways. So when you're in that type of situation, I, I think it's important to evaluate it, to look at it. But fortunately, as we look at our world today, money is portable. And I would invest in jurisdictions where property taxes are not as they are in some of our communities in Ontario and New Brunswick as well. We looked at one point at investing in real estate in New Brunswick because the, the prices were, were quite reasonable for duplexes, fourplexes, and multi-unit buildings. However, when you began to look at the municipal tax rates, you realized very quickly it was a significant burden on cash flow and a significant impact on your ability to make a good return on your risk and on your investment. So there's really only two things you can do, and the first is not a great one. Try to get involved. We all do. We all vote. We all do those kinds of things to, in a democracy to try to make a difference. We get involved in our communities. Um, it, when that does not work and you're unsuccessful, the other option you have is to um, take your capital and invest in other, juris other jurisdictions. What I want you to remember is when you look at any property or any investment, um, whether it be real estate where you'd be looking at municipal taxes or an investment where you'd be looking at income taxes and other forms of taxation. Consider that as one of the variables when you look at the viability of the project. In real estate, municipal taxes are becoming a significant, significant cost. And you need to ask yourself, does this, uh, does this community, I almost said organization, does this community, do the leaders or the, they're really not leaders, do the elected officials understand their responsibility and the relationship to having proper taxation and allowing for growth and development in business? And if they don't, if they have a history of squandering funds, if they have a history of not taking care of um, the core needs that we have as citizens, then it's important for you to look at investing your monies elsewhere. I'm Dr. Henry Sweck for Shrink Money Advice. Look forward to hearing your comments on this topic. You can uh, go to the website, uh, Shrink Money Advice on Facebook. Tell us what you think. Look forward to speaking with you again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Sweck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 